JC Hodge of the special. Of 
that draws me in. Oh, to tell you my story is to tell of Him. Oh, to tell you my story is to tell of Him. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Brother Josh was so kind to let me preach tonight. Uh, if you will, open your Bibles to Matthew 15. That's where we'll be for the most part of tonight in Matthew 15. And let's stand as we read God's Word, Matthew 15, verse 21. It says there, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Thou son of David, my daughter, is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, Am I not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel? Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, Is it not meat? to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the table, from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Let's bow. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to come out to study your word tonight. Dear Lord, help us to take something away from this and apply it to our faith, Lord. Dear Lord, help us to be people of great faith here in this church at Promised Land. To, to reach a community around us that needs, desperately needs you. Just forgive us all our sins. In your name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. You know, as I read this and, and I thought about this woman and Jesus calling this woman's faith a great faith, I thought, man, at the end of my life, when I meet my Maker and I go to be with Jesus, will He say, what a great faith. That's the kind of faith I want. I want my Jesus to see me and say, Trey Emery, you have a great faith. And I think as Christians, each and every one of us should want Jesus to look at our faith and say, that is great faith. Because if we're disciples, if we're following after Jesus, and we want what He wants, we should be people of great faith. And so as I began to examine this woman's faith, I came up with a few points I want to cover tonight. And I want to explain why her faith was so great. Number one, let's read verse 25 again. Skip up to verse 24 and we're going to read both of them. It says, But he answered and said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. This woman... Her faith was humble enough to ask for help. 
And I look at that and I thought, wow, she asked for help. And you say, well, Trey, come on now. She had a daughter possessed with devils. Of course she asked for help. Who wouldn't ask for help if their daughter was possessed by devils? That's true. This woman was in a desperate situation and she needed all the desperate measures she could go to. But I think it's also a testimony to my Jesus that even the most desperate of cases, we can go to Him and ask for help. My selfish pride, a lot of times I get in a situation and I look around and think, I can fix that. I can do that. But that's not what the Scripture says. The Scripture says, I'm to take it to the Lord. I'm to take it to Him. Be careful for nothing but in everything. Go to Him. Right? Where's my faith? Is God in control or not? We're able to trust God, and many Christians are like this. We're able to trust God to secure our eternal future, but to trust Him for our day-to-day, we fall short. Jesus is our help. Psalm says it this way in Psalms 33 and verse 20. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Brother Kenneth, I'm going to run you just a little bit. Psalms 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalms 121, verse 1 and 2. It says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence come my help. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. And I want to pause right there and just think about that. The God who made all heaven and all earth, and yet He can't take care of our little problems? Are you crazy? Because yes, He can. We can go to Him anytime we need help, anytime we need that uh, helping hand, and we know that we can't fix it. He can. Hebrews 13 and verse 5 and 6 reminds us of something. Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6. It says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he saith, he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. God is our help. And this woman, she went humbly to Him, accepting the help that only He could offer. I want to make this real practical for a moment, if I can. The other day, Ella, she was playing and, you know, she did something cute. And, and I looked at Laura and I said, she is a mess. Where did she get that from? And Laura said, you. <laughs> and you know, in, in all practical sense, this statement hurt a little, but if it was left up to me and me alone, Lord would be, or Ella would be a mess. But I can go to my Father and God in heaven and by His grace, raise Ella. And you say, well, Trey, come on now, we don't need Him in every area. Yeah, we do. We need His help in every area of our life. You know, I need the Lord's help in my conversations. I need the Lord's help in my decisions I make day to day. 
I need the Lord's help in the struggles I face. And I tell you, that just saying that is easy. But how many of us actually do it? We go to the Lord when we need help in a conversation. We go to the Lord when we need, we're facing a big decision. We go to the Lord in the midst of our struggles. We desperately need His help. And listen, if we don't go to Him for help, is that really faith at all? Is it really faith at all if we don't go to the Lord in help for help? What are we really trusting in? He is our help. We need to put our full faith in Him. And, and, and so those areas in our lives where we need help, He is already there helping us and guiding us. Let's put the Lord in our life. Just as Brother Josh preached this morning, it's going to come through studying this Word. If we want to know His help and His guidance in our life, we've got to study His Word. Let Him be our help this evening. But also, I see this woman, and as I examine her faith, she had faith enough to look past mockery to a master. Look at verse 26 and 27. But He answered and said, It is not meat. Take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Or is it not meat? And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. It's very important here, and as you look at this story at a glance, you may just overlook it, but do you remember the disciples came to Jesus and said, Get her out of here. Get her out of here. Why would they do such a thing? She's a Gentile. That's why Jesus, in His analogy, He used the word dogs because He knew the disciples could relate to that word. That's what they called Gentiles. And I'm not saying that Jesus was mocking this woman, but I think more Jesus was portraying a message to His disciples to learn from. And he, he, so we see these disciples saying, get her away, get, get her away from us. We're a Jew. She's a Gentile. We don't need her kind. If you notice, she went to Jesus and the first thing she says to him is thou son of David. She was referring to him as king of the Jews. But the important part here is, She had no benefit if Jesus was only king of the Jews. She had no help from him if he was only king of the Jews. But then you see, she came and she worshipped him. And what did she call him? Lord. Master. She recognized Jesus for who he was. Jesus was using this analogy there of a dog and, and, and you know, she turns it around and, and says, well, even dogs get crumbs. J- Jesus was making the point here that he was not just king of the Jews. He was king of kings and Lord of lords. And she was worshiping that king, king of kings and Lord of lords. We find This amazing determination from this woman that even though the people she was surrounded by thought very little of her, 
She wanted to know her Lord. She was willing to endure shame to let Christ be the master and Lord of her life. There's very few in this world with that type of faith. The type of faith that says, I don't care what I will face as I go through this journey. I want to make Jesus master and Lord of my life. The type of faith that will not blow out, hide out, or throw in the towel when faced with adversity. That's the faith this woman had, and that's why it was so great a faith. I desperately desire that type of faith. We are not called to be like everyone else. You see, Jesus Himself said it would not be easy to follow Him. As Christ is our Master, we ought not be trying, uh, tying ourselves down, trying to please everybody else, but rather to please Him because He is Lord and Master. The next thing I see about her faith is this woman had faith enough to look past tradition in order to find truth. Look at verse 28. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. We've kind of already set the stage here for the Jewish and Gentile beliefs. Uh, Jews didn't talk to Gentiles. Gentiles didn't talk to Jews, vice versa. But an important passage I want to go back to is John 4, 9. If you remember, this is the story of the woman at the well. And she met Jesus there. In verse 9 it says, Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou being a Jew askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samarians? Now, yes, there's two different nationalities here, but they're both considered Gentiles. They're both considered people outside of the Gentile or the Jewish race. And and they were also, with that title of Gentiles, considered to be heathens. You see, this woman was outside of God's chosen nation, Israel. She wasn't an Israelite. This woman had no right to God through a blessing from her heritage. Many Jews today can tell you their lineage way on back because that connection that Israel had with God in the Old Testament. This is why Christ talked about Uh, when he said children in his analogy there, he said, should I take the bread away from the children and give to the dogs? She didn't care what tradition said. This woman was out to find truth. And oh man, could we be people that are willing to look past tradition to find truth. And whatever it is, tradition's not bad, but sometimes it can blind our eyes to what truth really is. If this woman here would not have looked past tradition, not looked past what society said, she would have never found truth in Jesus Christ. So what did she do? She found truth, and truth is simply this, Acts 10 and verse 34. In Acts 10 and verse 34, it says this, 
Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. He looked around and he said, uh, Peter there, that this is the truth. God doesn't care if you're Jew or Gentile. He wants you. It doesn't matter who you are. And let me tell you, I'm not a Jew, so I praise God for this truth. I praise God that He's not a respecter of persons because whenever I line up against God, I fall short every time. But by His grace and His mercy, He accepts me just like He accepted this woman. You see, grace and mercy may look like crumbs, but they're the best table crumbs I've ever had. The truth that is found here is grace and mercy is open to every person here tonight. Grace and mercy is open to every person outside these doors, the community we live in, and we've got a message worth telling. You see, not only was this a truth about that, but a truth, the truth was she could know God. Look at verse 28, 28, one more time. Jesus said this unto her, O great is thy faith, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. Here's the truth. God chooses to work through faith. Last week, Brother Josh preached on through faith there is victory. You see... <laughs> I said it earlier, mercy and grace may look like table crumbs to some, but it's the best table crumbs I've ever had. The table crumbs I'm talking about is eternal life. Jesus gives us an opportunity tonight to know eternal life, to experience uh, what it means to be saved and secure with His love. But we've got to make Him King of kings and Lord of lords. When we go through our day-to-day, are we willing to face mockery and shame just to show that He is Lord in our lives? And are we willing to humble ourselves, put our pride aside, and know that He's our help? As we get ready for a hymn of invitation, I'm going to turn it over to Brother Josh in a minute for the invitation. Do you know the Lord is your help? Man, what a blessing you're missing out on. The Lord of all creation could be your help. Do you know Jesus, in spite of the things you may face in this world, He could be your master. He could love you just like Jesus loved His disciples. He could bring you in His will and His way and make you a part of that plan. Are you willing to look past all the walls that you've thrown up to know what truth is?